a great it karaoke song. It makes you happy. That's yeah, Sheryl Crow, though, people right? People love to scream along to that song. Give yeah, it's very, it's bed. really satisfying. She's great. You yeah. know what? I used to be like, fucking. I don't like her, but I take it back. No, As I a like child, Cheryl. I was like overrated. I think she's good, and I'm especially pro her after. Oh yeah. Uh, her dealing with fucking Lance Armstrong, who mm-hmm. broke up with her when she found out that she had cancer. Fucking fuck you, Judas. Like, like yeah, I guess I know you raised a lot of money for the cause, but still, you hurt her. Yeah, and you broke up with her at the worst time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if anybody should know, like what the improper yeah. protocol is, it would be him. Whatever. It's, it's that Whatever. Guy. Don't get me started. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. To That's the Spirit, everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm Robin. I'm Steph. This is a podcast about the paranormal, spooky, scary, ghosties. Skeletons. And other things. And Sometimes just about love skeletons. It. I mean, every every day of my life is every about ghost, skeletons. Every ghost has to start its life peeking out of the mouth of a skeleton. True. So. True. Unless the living being never had a mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> like my just favorite saying. TLC show. Born without a face. Born without a face, yep. There was a good, I'm going to say, 12 to 18 month period where you nor I could stop talking about born without a face. It's Tritcher Collins Syndrome. The similar vein of the chimp that ate that woman's face. It's something that I come back to when my mind wanders. It's Mm -hmm. like instead of going to like a a, a, a quiet zen spot yep. in my mind when when I've run out of things to talk about mm-hmm. or, or to think about. You go to the old familiar like, standards. Born without a face. Like born without a face. Chimp, chimp eating that somebody's ate that face. Woman's face. Harlequin disorder. Harlequin babies. Mm-hmm. Stone um, babies. Stone baby. Yep. yep. Fetus and fetu. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Google them. You will never rest do, again. Do. I also hope, I I will say that I hope that science puts more effort into curing Harlequin disorder. Hey, you know, I actually found on Instagram this week, this probably won't shock you that I was looking up that hashtag. No, not at all, of course. Um, there is a community out there of adult <gasps> people living with it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thriving. That's amazing. Thriving that makes me so happy because it used to be something that you just died real soon. I know. Of. It's, it's wonderful to see them doing good. Oh God. I just like, my heart hurts. And it just looks very painful. It looks so painful. I just want to help. There's nothing mm-hmm. I can do. I'm not a doctor. Sure. Or a scientist. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a psychical researcher. No. In, <laughs> You're not. In the most amateur sense of that. the word. You do have a lot of years of schooling, but like in no, not very in the useless right degree. Thing. So I uh, decided that recently that I am going to get my PhD someday, but I'm sure it will be in something equally as useless as what I have my master's like in. Movement? No, probably something literary. Oh, that's that's more useful. Is Sorry, it? I don't mean to say that like acting stuff is is not useful. I didn't mean to make fun of movement as I guess a class. <laughs> is it a class? Is it a subject? Oh yeah. I took improvised movement. Which is um I don't even know what that means. Well it's it's moving, but not knowing how you're about to it's Isn't not that regular movement. Yep, non choreographed movement. Yeah. No, it, I will say I do. Like I, I'm very happy that I got 
a master's in, yes. in, in, in my craft. Yes. I am also very happy for yeah. you. I did when not I mean say to disparage that it's, it Oh, no, day. no, no. I mean, I'm the first person that's going to tell you that I don't make any money at this and it's really hard and that you should really consider going into the field uh, a, a lot of times before you do it, before you make the leap. And there's that old saying in, in the acting world, if you can do anything else and be happy, just do that. I've never heard that. Oh, I've well, heard it like because every I've never week taken of my an life. acting class. Yeah. Anyway, n- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sure are good at acts, and well, you sure is good at movement. Speaking of which, we just saw a really awesome movie Yay. called Snowy Bing Bongs Across the North Star Combat Zone, it starring was. and created by Cocoon Central Dance Team. You guys, guys, go see this movie. Go and see this movie. Um, I know that screenings are light. Are sprinkled throughout the mm-hmm. nation right now. If you want to be tickled, if you want to be forty minutes pure stimulated in it, every sense, yeah, stimulated every single. It feels sense. like you're walking through a mirror beaded curtain over yeah. and over again for like an hour. Yeah, it's like a warm Just bath, like having fun, visually, but also having a, a, the time of your life, being dazzled. To- yes, but I and then it's laughing like, a lot. Being in a hot jacuzzi, but then somebody comes and pours cold water on your face. Ooh, that's which more I love. visceral than what I experienced. Mine well, was more like being in a bathtub where, like, this is gonna, this is a deep cut, but there is an old, like, I think Seventeen magazine shoot of Britney Spears where she's laying in a bathtub, like, covered in diamonds, and then she's holding a diamond up to her eye. Ooh. Yeah. That's, like, kind of what it felt like for me, but also, like, if somebody was also, like, tickling you with a feather at the yeah. same time, but less mm-hmm. creepy than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's a fun, like, like, and, like, a cool koala's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, we can't really describe the plot of it to you suffice it to say it's a journey it's a journey it's a journey there is dance there is um, there's truth there's laughter a bit of absurdity there's beauty some costume changes lots of costumes some black and white times really really amazing but i but legitimately cocoon does a lot of live shows in the Brooklyn and New York area, and them, y'all guys. should go because you'll never ever have a better time than with them. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, but also, it does make me want to dance, and I have so few places I can. Well, I I guess I know what you mean. I I rarely am possessed by the urge to dance. In fact, Rachel, the put- demon possessed by the demon of dance. <laughs> no, the Lord of the dance. I mean, this weekend I was at a wedding and and my aunt asked me to dance with her and I was so awkward at it that Rachel took a video of me dancing because I was so bad at it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just really bad at dancing. Um, I remember once uh, my old improv troupe in college, like our end of the year show, we choreographed an intense dance we were very serious about to a song. And we posted it online, and I was, like, very proud of it. Mm-hmm. And one of my cousins was like, what the fuck is this? Like, oh. you should be ashamed. And I was like, oh. oh no. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's I'm fine. Sorry. It's okay. It's well, hard to be a performer, everyone. Sure. Sure is hard. Ha- cut her some slack, guys. Yeah, it's fine. Um, 
This week, my dad gave <gasps> <Sorry>. me... <laughs> I'll go after. Um, this week, my dad gave me a large book of classic horror stories. Amazing. And I was able to read the uh, story that I spoke about last time that Guy de Maupassant said that his doppelganger dictated to him. I read the story. It's so spooky. Oh, my God. I also read this... As I was falling asleep in a straight up haunted B and B, oh god! And I was, um, I was really shook. I was really shook up. Dude, um, it's called the story is called the Horla H O R L A. It's great. I okay, highly recommend it. It's a the quick book read. itself is really beautiful too. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, more about that haunted B and B, but first, really important shout out to our number one fan. Oh. My God, dude. guys! I didn't think that anybody but maybe our friends and family listened to this. Turns out we have one listener. There's one listener out there. His, his name is Brian, and Brian, shout out to you, Brian. You have done it. You've done it Your again. Your email made our week. Like I our can't day even and believe that so you're awesome. real. And thank you so much. Thank you for we listening, are, yeah. Brian. Here on out, this is all for you. This is all for you. This is only you're the your only reason pod. we're doing this anyway. Yeah. Also, <laughs> we are women of our word, and on the other pod, some I don't know pods ago, I don't remember. We said that we would send you a sticker, we're and you know what, you one, Brian, Brian, you're getting one. You're getting one. Look for it in the mail. However, that However. being said, <laughs> we will get in trouble if we keep getting these stickers and sending them for free without Stamps buying them. Stamps are expensive. Them. So if you want to um, purchase them, yeah. um, I guess I'll put the link up on our uh, social media account. So at SpiritPod yeah. on Twitter. You can also email us. That's the spiritpodcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and we'll direct you to the link to buy them. Yeah. They're really of, cheap. They're like 250 Yeah, they're very cheap. You get And four. they're really sturdy. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's really fun. Also, one of uh, one of many more to come. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But Brian, you done it. Thanks, Brian. You've done it. I just can't even believe that like anyone listens to this. To be honest with you, I know it fills my heart with joy. Yeah. Um, also, I- like, th- thank you for emailing us because every day I'm like, who emailed it? No one. <laughs> Who emailed us to? No, no one again. Guys, email us, please. I don't even please. care if it's it something mean. It doesn't have to be about anything. Just, I don't even care if you say like horrible things about me or tell well, me to. Well, I'm maybe don't you do, not that. To do that. Yeah, but just even just like a high hello. Well, yes, I second that. I would really quickly also like to just uh, paint a picture of the house that I stayed in this mm-hmm. past weekend. I was in. Oh. Guys, I don't know the name. I want to say it was Palmerton, Pennsylvania, around that area. Pennsylvania is also one of those where, like, one town's okay and the next is, like... It was very, very out there. It was a three-hour car drive through, like, the most torrential downpour I've seen in years. And I didn't realize really until we got there. I went with my whole family. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought we were going to a normal hotel. It turned out we were going to a special B&B, which I was like, okay, quaint, cute. And we got there, and um, guys, right when you walk in, fully decorated Christmas tree right inside. I can't believe it. There were more haunted portraits, more, like, funereal 
like bowers and arrangements. Like every room had a funeral bower above the bed. The room my parents were staying in was honeymoon themed and it had a black tile jacuzzi in the middle of it. Wow. Um, my aunt was staying in, like, a cat-themed room, which I was upset that I didn't get. Yeah. When I say themed, I mean the owner of this house bought a couple of things <laughs> that kind of had to do with that and put it all in a room. However, However, room- my room was the entire top floor of this house, and it was what they called the cowboy room. Oh... <sighs> Listener, Just the pictures alone. If I could show you the faces of the myriad dolls that littered this room, you can. You should put it on I your Instagram. I will. I'll post it on our Instagram because there were, mm, I would say, uh, at minimum eight, at maximum 14 dolls oh my God. in this room, all dressed like um, little baby Native American women. And it was some of the scariest um, stuff I've ever had to deal with in my life. Also, I there think was you... an old tube TV yeah. that all it played was that sad dog commercial on a loop. Just the whole weekend on a loop. Mm-hmm. And uh, a bull on the ground with part with of a With just a jaw, a jaw in it. Yep. Just like a horse's, I got, I got to assume cow, like, uh, some kind of bovine or something jaw. And the worst part about this um, was that the owner of the B&B... Described to my parents, he was like, oh yeah, a woman slid her wrist in the bathroom up there. Didn't specify if she lived or died. I have to assume that she didn't make it, because otherwise it's kind of a pointless story. Yeah, that's just a... Uh, that's just an attempt, and like that's more yeah. sad. Yeah. Not really a, a tale that you tell strangers. And then there was one tiny, tiny, teeny bar across the street, like the one bar in town, and the woman working there was like, yeah, there's a ghost... That wanders between here and the B and B, and like goes I love back that. and forth between them, and I was just like, okay. Well, so. I've I've heard a lot of stories about bar ghosts that mm-hmm. um, follow patrons home, and I think um, our my friend Chelsea is going to come on and tell us about yeah. a couple because she's from Nevada, and apparently it's riddled with them. That makes sense. Yeah, but that's incredible, and it we got to tell Kenny about that haunted hotel so he I can know. check it out. I was mostly. Like, I mean, I made my cousin sleep in the room with me the first night because I was like, no, 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 no. And and not only that, but I insisted on sleeping with both the TV on and my headphones in listening to podcasts the whole night because I was like, I can't do this. Sure. And then the second night, um, my sister and her boyfriend were sleeping in the other bed in the room. We all woke up because we were like, oh, somebody just came upstairs and went in the bathroom. Like, that's weird. It was the middle of the night, and I made her boyfriend go knock on the door and check, and there was no one in there. So, yeah, that's, that's, where that's I'm the at. ghost of the woman who, um, who took her life. Mm-hmm. So, I will post some pics for you guys. Honestly, it quite does a time. sound like if I had to pick a place to haunt, a B&B is a, a great fun place. to be and be to haunt. I just like don't get it with dolls. Like, if you don't want them for scaring purposes, what are they good for? I'm one of those who, uh, you know, kind of like how clowns don't scare me, scarecrows don't scare me, dolls don't scare me that much. Like, you might say that now, but, like, if you if you can't, if you went home and went in your bedroom and there was a doll tucked into your bed, you're telling me you wouldn't be terrified? 
like, did I tuck it in? No. Or, no, it's just there. And, like, no one, no else, one else, else did it. I mean, yeah, if anything was tucked into my bed and no one was there, I'd be scared. But the Guess fact what? that it's That's a That's happened to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we've, we've discussed it. That's, a, that's one of my faves. No, the only... If you're in a room with, like, 15 dolls, you're not going to feel... No, like I, I, I displayed, like, when I was a little, little girl, I had a, a lot of dolls and stuffed animals, okay, and they were always Barbies out. Barbies and American Girl dolls are different. No, they were, like, Madame Alexander and, like, true baby dolls and, like, porcelain dolls. Ugh, I don't get it. Because my mom loves old shit. That's and true. But one like, time, yeah, that's a, even more of a case for you to dislike them. You grew up in a haunted home. There shouldn't I think be. They were my friends, though. Like <sighs> they were. I didn't. They didn't bother me because I played oh with my them. God. But one fucked up thing did happen after you know once I got older. The dolls. We would always like keep the boxes that they came in, so yeah, I could yeah. store them. And so we put the boxes in the attic mm-hmm. because, like, I'm a, you know, teenager and, like, now I like records and don't like dolls. So we put them in the attic and then out of nostalgia one day or we were cleaning up or something, my mom and I went up there and we were like, oh, you're dolls. And we were taking them down and I had, like, a magic attic doll and, like, you know, the, I don't know, magic attic dolls was what a thing. What is that? I think it was some kind of, like, cheaper version of... American Girl dolls with their own books. And American Girl, and then my Madame Alexander dolls, and then my, like, old whatever uh, founded a thrift shop, definitely, certainly haunted dolls. Yeah, for sure haunted yard sale doll. Mm -hmm. And then we had one special one that looked just like me, and it was kind (laughs) of, like, bigger. It was, like, I'd say maybe, like, two and a half feet tall. And when I was little, I had long, dark brown hair. And um, she, like, it was hard to find a doll that, like, kind of looked like Why me. Why you You're begging for I don't know, to but switch like, souls with I don't you. know. And it was, like, sort of bigger than all the rest. And it was in its own that. big um, box. And I was like, oh, I remember her. And she had a red dress and a red hat. And we opened up the box, and I turned her over, and the glass eyes, I'm not even, I'm not kidding you, were bright red. They had been brown. They were bright red. That like makes me feel sick to my stomach. Red. And I know that, like, logically, it was in an attic. I live in the middle of the woods in New England, and the humidity plus the cold, like, the elements, anything could have happened to change the color of these eyes, but they weren't painted on. They were, like, glass mm-hmm. eyes. And so, like, the inside of them would have had to change, right? And my mom was there. She saw this. I showed my brothers. And I did make my mom throw away that doll. Because God, you made her burn it. It was really, really, really I scary. That. I hate that. Like, I know that red eyes is even just a trope or some kind of like, oh, yeah, right. No, it actually happened. I don't like it. No, I believe it. I, I totally believe that. I mean, yeah. I believe that. There are almost no good dolls in this world. And I still have my Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy dolls. Okay. You don't even, like, don't even try to defend those. I like them. 
You know that's literally what that's the, the Annabelle actual doll. Annabelle doll is. I know, but I still like them. You know what I always thought was kind of funny? The haunted doll, Robert the doll, mm-hmm. has his own doll. Yeah, it's, it's a, teddy a little bear. It's a little <laughs> and bear. it looks like it's seen... Like it's like times. Tells me. it's got like <laughs> the the worst like thousand yard stare. Oh my god! Don't piss him off though. Sorry, Robert, if you're listening to this. If someone walks by too. listening to this podcast near in Key West, and you what? Just I don't know. I don't want to piss him off. That's the only doll that scares me. Is Robert the doll? Because it's a boy Annabelle? doll, maybe. Um, That's sexist. It is probably. Well, is it though? Yeah, I mean, it is, but am I wrong? <laughs> I think I'm equally scared of Annabelle. I think, um... They're being yeah, pretty no, brazen you're right. letting Annabelle even be out for public viewing. You're it's right. Like, God. You can visit both of them. Power. Yeah. I know. They're both Rachel wouldn't horrible. go see Robert the Doll with me when we were in Key West, which in hindsight, it's for the best. I think it's the the story of Robert scares me more. You know what? We just have to do it. You'll we'll get to one, dolls another I'll pick time. One. Yeah. One of us will do Annabelle. One of us will do Robert. Yeah. We'll tell you the we'll whole tale. We'll tell you all about it. Because I know you're feeling left mm-hmm. out. Well, you tonight need... we have two very special ghosts for you. I'm really excited. This is the. Crinkles of research. Crinkling of my research, which I have printed out for the first time. She Only did. because I saw you print yours out, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I work better I'll off a do page, it. you know? No, it makes so much more sense than, like, picking my phone up and trying to read off yeah. it. All right. So, um, you know, I, I tried not to spoil anything for you earlier today. Mm-hmm. There are, obviously, as you know, plenty of so-called ghost ships mm-hmm. out there. Dating as far back as mythology. Um, the Flying Dutchman, of so course, good. is a famous one. Lots of reports of, like, ships that got lost at sea and are wander- supposedly, like, sailing alone through the open waters with nobody aboard, which Eternally. people call ghost ships. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to focus on one fun, sassy, party ghost <gasps> Yes. This is a Chilean gem called the El Caliuche. Oh, so good. Fue, 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 this is a fucking party ghost. El Caliuche? And I will tell you what I mean by it, but it sounds so fucking awesome. What does it translate to? Uh, the Caliuche. <laughs> really? I think so. What's a Caliuche? <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, but I will tell you that not only is the ship itself a ghost... The boat is a ghost, but then it has separate ghosts that live all upon over it. it and inside of it. I love that. Yeah. Oh my it God. originates from Chile, specifically the island of Chiloé, uh, uh, an island that was mentioned by Charles Darwin. Apparently, he hated it oh. and said, quote, everyone was glad to say farewell to Chiloé because it was so rainy and dreary and physically isolated. So Sounds like my dream place. I mean, if any place is going to have like a a seafaring ghost appear outside of it. It's like a foggy, dreary, miserable place. Love it. A dream. So, yes, the ship itself is said to be a being who is conscious and sentient. The boat itself, it's got a mind of its own. I mean, that's not, that's not, I mean, many seafaring people think that their ships, I mean, we name them, you know? Mm -hmm. People think about their ships as living things. Well, one source said... Quote, since ships are thought of as individuals, mm-hmm. they too are susceptible to turning into ghosts. If a rectangle can do it, so can a ship. Exactly. 
So the ship normally appears as a beautiful and bright white sailing ship with three masts of five sails each, always full of lights and with the loud sounds of a party on board. Oh, my God. Um, You know, it always disappears, obviously, leaving no evidence of its presence. It is also known to be able to navigate underwater like the Flying Dutchman. Awesome. So some versions of the legend say the ship is crewed by witches and spirits of the drowned. And the name El Caluche, oh, here we go, comes from the Mapudungun word Calutan, meaning shapeshifter. This is because some legends say it can change into a marine animal at will in order to disguise itself. Awesome. So once again, we come back to the idea that literally anything can be a ghost. Yeah, (laughs) and a ghost can be anything. Yep. Yeah, (laughs) love it. Ghost. So, oh, so I want to just say for the record the. Following few paragraphs are taken from primarily two websites, which are nightwatchparanormal.com and esoterics.com. All right, now that that's out of the way, esoterics.com. According to legend, the spirits of the drowned are summoned to the ship by Serena Chilota, Ooh. her sister Pinkoya, and their brother Picoy. Serena Chilota resembles what we know as mermaids. Awesome. With the upper well, body. Serena, yeah. Yeah. Siren. Yeah. With a siren. The upper body and face of a teen with long blonde hair and golden scales. Okay, it gets better. Uh, Pinkoya said to have long blonde hair, be of incomparable beauty, be, beauty, be cheerful and sensual, and rise from the depths of the sea with her totally human-like body. But. <laughs> totally. Here we go. Pinkoya. Who's my favorite? Has the body of a sea lion with golden fur and the face of a strikingly attractive human man. Dream husband. Picture, if you will, listener. Just a sea lion with the face of a beautifully handsome man. Can someone draw that for us? (laughs) I really want to. Can we get an artist rendering of Picoy? My beloved. Yeah, P I C O Y. Oh. Anyway, so. The party is often joined by the Brujo de, Chil- de Chiloé, which war- is of a- uh, warlock of uh. Chiloé, which uh, it's like plural warlocks, uh, which are essentially powerful male witches of Chilote folklore. Rumor has it that fishermen and sailors are kidnapped as <gasps> slaves and transformed into what are called invunche. I am not saying that right. Sorry. It's okay. Which are hairy monsters with legs twisted over its shoulders and a forked tongue associated with the Brujo de Chiloé. Ooh. Yeah, so if you are a sailor um, or a fisherman, you are at risk of being kidnapped by this if you live in the area. But if you're just on the seas for a fun day, you I think mean, you're safe? No, I don't, I don't think so, dude. Uh-oh. But the good news is that it's pretty much described as a party boat for the drowned and their witch buddies. So if you drown or die at sea in the area, it is believed that you will unavoidably be pulled onto the boat. That's fun. Yeah. That's a good, like, you know, that's the pro, the con, you're dead, you drown. Pro. Good news is party boats here. Eternal party boat. Yep. With Picoy. You come back to a second life as sort of a zombie. You do have to work on the boat, but it seems like it's worth it. Yeah. Because anytime it's ever been heard or seen... There is a party going on on board. Wow. Um, the ship is powered to kidnap fishermen and sailors and transform them into creatures that live and work on the ship. So. So good. One source describes those on board saying, quote, the deck swarms with sea devils and a tribe of witches. Dope. Mm-hmm. 
uh, saying of the crew, they're creatures with their heads on backwards and their left legs so twisted that they hop awkwardly on one foot. Which is like, all right, whatever. yeah. I mean, they're partying too. The crew has also been described as just skeletons. <gasps> Which you know no! is my favorite thing. I a love ghost that's skeletons just a skeleton. is the best. I know. That's what I want. <laughs> Viewing the ship, people have said it has a phosphorescent quality to it, and also that it sounds and looks always like a huge party is happening on board, like a New Year's Eve style wow. fucking rager. Um, and then I wrote, honestly, I want to live on this party ghost boat. From everything I've read, the entire point of the boat is that it gathers those who die at sea and brings them on board to have fun forever. I love that. I wish I could, like, get married on this ship, but then I'd have to be dead. Well, unless I Unless I, like, ensnare Picoy and convince Ugh. him to let me board. Dream boy. Dream Picoy. Oh. So the origin of the legend itself is shaky, but the creation has been attributed to the actual disappearance disappearance of a Dutch ship called the Calanche in the 1600s. Were the Dutch just, like, not good at sailing? Because a lot of Dutch ships are ghost ships. Or maybe they were, like... if you look at it, like, ratio-wise, they were probably fine. It's just, like, we hear about them. Or maybe, like, they had so many ships out there that... Yeah, like they a were couple the only are ones bound to get Sure. Yeah. So local legend became intertwined with the mythology of the ship. Um, so those male witches, the Brujo Chilote, mm-hmm. who I mentioned, like to visit the party boat. I read that it's once every three months, which seems really specific. Hmm. Um, to get to the boat, though, they summon magical water horses, gallop um, out to the boat, jump on board... Even though they're evil, they're welcome to the party. They party for a while. It somehow improves their magical abilities, and they leave. Wow. Yeah. Well, also, dream husband. does make sense to me, because it's, like, seasonally. Right. Yeah, it's like, ugh, I have to check in on the this boat. This is my fall time. I have to go to the launch party Go to, like, season. get my powers back yeah. on the boat. Yeah, that makes total sense yeah. to me. That's what I would do. Um, recent sightings, and by recent I mean the past hundred years, um, they are fairly rare, but they have been reported. One man who was supposedly abducted at the age of 18 and returned to his village 50 years later. Oh my god. Claimed he had been on the boat and implored his brother not to ask anything more about it. In 1968, a pastor in the area was startled to see a large sailing vessel enter the shallow, unnavigable waters of Rio Pudeto. Um, And he said, quote, I saw several brilliant lights, then a mass, then two more masts, and finally a ship illuminated in brilliant colors. He then watched the ship for a half an hour before it disappeared in the same manner it had materialized. Whoa. Others have reported, uh, like, rowing boats near what they think was the ship and experiencing time slips. Ooh. So, like, people have said that they've rowed out and, like, rowed up next to this giant boat and then claimed to have kept rowing for hours but realized they hadn't gotten anywhere. I don't know if that's true or not. Um... Why would they lie about that, though? Like, that's just the worst inconvenience. Right. I I don't know. And it also makes you seem kind of silly. Yeah. So, um... I think that, like, sea, sea folks pride themselves on being able to... Navigate understand and know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't just go around town being like, I was like, rowing nowhere for four hours. for so long. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so that's my favorite ghost ship. That's amazing. And um, it just seems like the best 
the best place to be a ghost once you're I gone. Know. I really wish, like, gosh, dang it. Because it's so tough, you know? Sure. Either you got to drown to get on it or risk um, getting captured and having your legs twisted over your right. shoulders and then you're, like, enslaved upon it. And, well, there's a big downside to each of those. Right. However, I mean, if you feel like you're, I don't know, if you're, like, a fisherman and they yeah, I mean, it's not great for you either way. <laughs> it's not going to be good either way. But I think if they were about to capture me, I would just jump in the ocean and, and be and like, I choose to like, drown now. Yes, I want to party with you. I don't want to yeah. have to crew the ship. I don't want to have to work for you. I want to find Picoy. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. <laughs> touch his, his, <laughs> Just stroke. his golden furry tongue. Yes. And look at his oh weird, my handsome man face <laughs> embedded in body. his sea lion body. <laughs> I love that. Like, I'm surprised you like dreams. that because you hate the movie Tusk so much. Don't. You dare talk to me about Tusk. But, like, you know, I mean... I don't even want you to say what you're going to say because I don't like thinking about it. Okay. And this is... Robin loves scary movies, and she hates the movie Tusk so much. Fuck you, Kevin Smith. Have you seen, um, just because it's, like, similar, The Lobster? Only not at all similar. Only in, like, a little bit of ways is it similar. not the same thing, dude. (laughs) Wait, am I thinking of the right movie? Yeah, the lobster with um, the with Colin Farrell. N- nope. I just said that because it's another sea creature. Oh, I'm thinking of a totally different movie. What are you thinking of? Now I'm too scared to say another movie title because I'm sure I'm going to get it wrong. Let me hear. What's 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 at the tip of your tongue? I can't. I can't think of it now. I'll have to Google it. Are you thinking of the fly? No, that's a fly. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking of. The lobster, they do transform into animals in that movie, but not by way of like a painful, surgical, disgusting procedure. No, I think I'm thinking of a totally different movie. Human Centipede. That's no, no. what I would put Tusk on the same level Never as. seen that one. It's That is another... I I actually did not turn Tusk off because I was like, well, fuck, I gotta finish it. So I, I know. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: you're not gonna be happy at the end. Um, Human Centipede and Human Centipede Two, I both had to turn off because I was like, nope. Why did you? So you watched Human Centipede, turned it off, and then decided to start Human Centipede Two. This was like years apart, but yes. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I. I do get it. Yeah. I was I like, maybe it. this one's different. It you was need worse. You need to know. <laughs> you you got to know. Oof. Um, That was amazing. And Thank you. You know, I will, like, the sea, the sea is a scary place of its own. The sure, sea is a scary, of- scary place But I that, that, that I do love. I want to know if there's any more, like, ocean ghosts. There Tons of lighthouse ghosts. There are. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, think about how many people have have died at sea. Yeah, many. Like, millions. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Titanic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. That's one. But even that is like, you know, small potatoes if it you is. think about all the warships. Yeah. And, you know. I think in, it's more that, like, history? I'm, 
I'm wondering, just because it's so easy for us on land to be like, yeah, a ghost inhabits this building. A ghost right, inhabits more this intangible. Place. They just have like the ocean. Yeah. So I feel like you need to be on a ship passing by like a rock That's or some kind of formation. Is, dude. Yeah, sure. It is. Bermuda Triangle. But I feel like there's just got to be so many ghosts hanging out that we just don't even notice That's on the ocean. for sure true. Yeah, even like, yeah, some kind of rocky outcropping. Yeah. A buoy. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw a good movie called Triangle about the Bermuda Triangle. It takes place on a ghost ship. Really? Yeah, I recommend it. It's I fun. don't know that much about the Bermuda Triangle. All I know is that that's where, in the Adams Family movie, Uncle Fester says he was the whole time. Oh, that makes sense. I don't. I I don't know if there's any actual landmass in the middle of it that you can live in, or I or there's like I don't know if there's any landmass. Period. I have no idea at all. But I know that I would. I you know, fuck that curse. I would love to go because it looks gorgeous. Mm. I'm scared of it. I'm more scared of dolls than I am of that. No, Bermuda Triangle trumps dolls for no me way, for dude. sure. No way. Well, no way. No. You do you do way. dolls, I'll do the triangle. Okay, see fine. See Good. you in 50 years. Good. <laughs> um, I'll be like a... I was on the ghost ship. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> do you have a spooky ghost? For I me? do. Well, I have it's like a spooky ghost, but it's a spooky place. Okay, and we're doing places. Yeah, it's funny that you brought up skeletons because you know I love bones, you know I love a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Um, a clickety clackety there's wonderful one skeleton. secretly hiding inside of all of us, waiting mm-hmm. to claw its way out. We've all got a great skeleton inside, and I'm doing the Paris Catacombs <gasps> You today. know I'm very afraid of the catacombs. Really? I've been in them. We've spoken about how scared I am of getting lost in the Odessa oh, catacombs. Oh, sure. Well, yeah. The Odessa catacombs, there was just a recent tragedy there, I think. It happens all the time. Um, it happens very frequently, and very frequently in the Paris catacombs, too. <gasps> But I'll get into it. So a brief history, because this one you need it for. Yeah, please. Um, catacombs, what is it? A subterranean cemetery of galleries with recesses for tombs. An ostuary. An ostuary. An underground passageway or group of passageways. A complex set of interrelated things. Sure, if you want to get <laughs> fancy. Technically, Underground yes. cemetery, crypt, vault, tomb, ostuary. Catacombs of Paris. Nearly 200 miles of labyrinth. Oof. God, that's a lot. Yeah. It's actually um, much less, though, than, oh, shit, maybe the Odessa ones. There's one set of catacombs that are, like, over a 1,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, it's it's escaping me. I'll just focus on these guys for now. About 6 million people buried there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why did they even need them, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Tell me. It's, uh, here's a little, just a little... A little more history. It's in a small part of... So basically, the catacombs are a small part of these ancient mines in Paris. It's this tunneling network, right? Uh-huh. The entrance to the catacombs is... Oof. Berrier d'Enfer? You want to help me on that one? <laughs> the gates of hell. I mean, yeah, but how do I pronounce it in French? Oh! Berrier d'Enfer. I almost got it. You did. Berrier d'Enfer. And that translates to Gate of Hell. Um, beneath the Rue de la Tombe-Soir? Tombe-Soir? So close. Tombe? Tombe-Soir? No, there's no... 
accent, whatever. I'm whatever. bad at it. It's fine. I'm going to mispronounce a lot of French right now. Paris originally um, had their burial, burial grounds on the outskirts Left Bank City area. Okay. But at some point, that settlement was abandoned. Maybe they just, like, didn't like it. And people moved to the right bank. Something about filling in marshlands made it impossible mm. to bury people on the outskirts. Cemeteries started to be built in the center of the city. Kind of a weird plan. One of the main cemeteries... It's that they get priority. It's true. Whatever. Um, main cemetery, uh, Less Innocence, I don't know, Saints Innocence Church was situated next to... A marketplace mm-hmm. seems not ideal. It was the burial ground for church of the same name. Um, reportings circulated pretty soon after they started just filling this cemetery because Paris is like historically overpopulated. Yeah. Um, it just exuded a strong smell oh, of God. decomposing flesh. It's reported that even perfume stores claim they couldn't do business because <gasps> of the off-putting smell. Wow. Yeah. So this marketplace where people bought food, wares, perfumes, sure. they just had to smell the stench of death everywhere they went. Oh, you By know the, what I bet they rocked yeah. sometimes? Plague doctor masks. Ooh, I hope so. With a bunch of potpourri right in the schnoz. That's what you gotta do. By the end of um, 1100, Saints Innocence was overflowing. They decided to exhume the longest dead people and put their remains in the roofs and walls of basically... It looks like uh, different little mausoleums and structures inside the cemetery walls. Why, why couldn't they just cremate them? I I don't know, but I I do think that maybe it was against their back beliefs. then. It was not a thing that people did. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the end of the 18th century, the central burial ground was a two meter high mound of earth filled with centuries of Parisian dead. Oof. Yep, other parishes had their own cemeteries, but they were overflowing and gross as well. But mm. this main one was by far the worst. Super it gross. was so bad that the king made a decree <laughs> trying to limit the use of cemeteries, but it didn't imp- not only did it like not improve the current situation, but also where do you put dead people then? Wow. So, that's the state of things in Paris right now. Let's backtrack a little to the mines. At some point in the 12th century, Paris built a shitload of mines to use in order to access limestone deposits that they were going to use to, like, build the whole city. Mm -hmm. They didn't mine very well, I guess. It seems like they just dug tunnels to the limestone and then depleted all of it from that one spot and then abandoned the mines. For this reason, there's so many goddamn tunnels. Mm -hmm. Over time, most of uh, the mining territory got populated over on the top with towns and Mm -hmm. settlements and shit because no one used the mines anymore. And most of them didn't even remember that there were mines there. Wow. Um, one thing that did happen to remind people that there were a lot of mines is that they would cave in and destroy yeah, your house. Yeah, I was wondering that. And hurt you. Uh, a big one happened in 1776. Uh, incidentally, this led to the creation of the Inspection of Mine Services. About time, I, I Good, would say. A great service. Yeah. So how did the ostuary come to be? Tell me. Shit got unavoidable. And real. When, in 1780, a long period of rain caused a basement wall in a property adjoining the cemetery to collapse under the weight of the gigantic mass grave of rotting corpses behind it. And a bunch of dead rotting bodies (gasps) came flowing into the basement of that house. (gasps) 
Yep. That's so gross. So it's just raining so hard that your basement collapses and fills with dead bodies. Oh my god, once again, I think of Joe Beth Williams Mm. swimming through those bodies. Yep. Poor thing. Paris decided to outlaw burials within the city walls. Great job. But what do they do with dead people yet again? At this same time... The inspection of mine services mm-hmm. was going into mines, connecting them up, building them up structurally so they wouldn't collapse, to yeah. reinforce the streets above them, that kind of shit. Okay, great. Strangely, happenstance, both the cemetery problem and the mines thing was under the same guy's jurisdiction. Police Prefect Lieutenant General Alexandra Lenoir. In 1782, he was like, why don't we just put the dead people in the tunnels? No one contested him. They loved it. After deciding to further renovate the, like, tombs and shit and passageways for future role of underground sepulcher, the idea became law in 1785. That's, like, a great example of somebody just having, like, a, like, lightning bolt idea moment. And just Mm -hmm. being like, oh, my God, you guys... (laughs) We got so many tunnels. I just thought of the of the thing that we're going to do. This is what yeah. we're going to do. And guess who's in charge of both? It's, it, it's me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to sign it off. I'm going to be the hero of Paris. Yeah, so how do they do it, though? Well, I'll tell you. A <laughs> giant... This is really great. I love this. Imagining this. Wheelbarrows. A giant... Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> a giant well was built within an enclosed property inside of the big... Um, Cemetery. So basically there was like a house or some kind of structure. A giant well was built inside of that place. Okay. That reached down to a secure section of the tunnels that was also a main passageway and hub. Okay. The property became a place to store like the headstones and statues and stuff that they like weren't going to use in this cemetery anymore. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a museum to them. Beginning from an opening ceremony on April 7th, the same year, the route between... The cemetery and this place, this well, became a nightly procession of black cloth-covered wagons <gasps> carrying the millions of Parisian dead. Jesus! Wagons. Oh, can you imagine looking out your window and just seeing, like, this black uh, processional caravan going Can past? you imagine seeing that for two years? Because it took <laughs> them two years to empty the majority of Paris cemeteries. Oh, it's so gross. So just people wheelbarrowing dead people so, and pouring them down so a well. So gross. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's how desperate it was, though. Like, God, it must have sucked. Cemeteries whose uh, remains were moved to the catacombs include Saints Innocents, the largest, um, about two million buried over 600 years. Wow. And, like, a bunch of others who's, God, I'm not even going to try to pronounce these names. And a lot of victims of the French Revolution coming up. Wow. So how'd they decorate it, right? how they organize yeah, it? Yeah, how did they? The first couple years was just disorganized bones everywhere. The one thing they did do was keep them, if it came from one cemetery, it all goes in one spot. That's smart. That's pretty much where it ends, though. Did this, did, did the guy whose idea it was be, like, Let's have some fun with it. Well, eventually, yeah. <laughs> they wanted to transform it into a beautiful mausoleum. So this guy, Louis-Etienne Hericart de Thorie, sorry, great. I don't know, director of the Paris Mine Inspection Services, was the main guy Is who decided. Is the same guy whose idea it was? Different guy, different guy. Oh, okay. He's the director of the Inspection Mine okay. Services. The other guy is just, like, under his jurisdiction. He's a police person. Um, he decided to make it fun, make some fun designs. Yeah. 
Um, in bone, addition to bone dazzle it, bone dazzle. Sorry, that's a good one. I love that. He directed the stacking of skulls and femurs into the pattern seen in the catacombs today. So it's like rows of skulls, rows of femurs, yeah. that kind of thing. He uses cemetery decorations to um, that he could find the ones from the cemetery, old oh, okay. headstones, that kind of thing. Um, formerly sto- stored at this place um, to like complement the walls of bones. He'd like add little doodads here and there, like right. a sconce, just like love it or listing. It. Yeah. Also created a room dedicated to the display of various minerals found under Paris. Great. Okay. Because I'm going to go into a Everyone's catacomb. Everyone's excited to go to the catacombs for this. To see some rocks, yeah. I want to see the minerals. Well, uh, he also had a special room for something you would love, which is showing various skeletal deformities found during the catacombs creation Ooh, and renovation. that is fun. That is really fun. I would like to see those. That's where we would find a skeleton without a mouth, for sure. <gasps> Stop. Yeah. He also decided to add monumental tablets and archways bearing inscriptions that I guess some people found really questionable and, like, warnings and stuff. Descriptions and other comments about the nature of the ossuary. And um, I'm going to read you some right now. Some of those inscriptions, as visitors pass into the ossuary, um, they walk under a doorway with a haunting inscription above. It says in Latin, Stop. This is the empire of death. Isn't there one that's what's supposedly written over the gates of hell? It's like maybe something all ye who enter. I don't know. Keep going. Perhaps. There's one that's um remember your creator in the days before the disaster. Ooh, which is real good. Uh this is one I love. Where is death? Future or past? Hardly is she present. Ooh. There's one that says just the larger memory, memoria majorum. He knows no fear of death who despises life. Wow. These are all very like memento mori-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, did you ever see As Above, So Below? Oh, movie? yeah. It yeah. was based on the catacombs. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a Horace quote, believe every day to have dawned your last. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah. Bones, yeah, like I said, grouped together by cemetery. That's kind of where the organization ends. And initially, um, they did very limited visiting. So it was only for rich people, or you could only go once a month, but people were not having it. It wasn't a religious thing at first. Uh, I didn't find a lot about um, any kind of religious anything with the catacombs. If anything, I would have thought that... I did know that the churches fought hard about the cemeteries getting disturbed. But then it became yeah. like a health crisis. Yeah. So they they couldn't really do anything about that. That's fair. Um. So, but no, this was purely like a fun project space, after a while. Yeah. yeah. Or I mean, it was it was a health problem. It was a space problem. Yeah. It for they didn't really want like tourists maybe. Or didn't think people would really like it that much because it was just a couple people were allowed, yeah, so and then only rich people public were in. like outcry, like I want to see the tombs. Yeah, of course. And then yeah, who wouldn't? Um, here's some other shit about it: bodies of the dead from the riots in ooh 1788 are buried there. There's an amazing fun ghost that lives there. Oh my God, tell me. Um, the doorkeeper of. Oh, man. Doorkeeper at a hospital, whose name I won't try to pronounce. Okay. During the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. 
Philibert Aspert, mm. Philibert, um, lost in the catacombs during 1793 oh, no. and found 11 years later. Oh, baby boy. Yeah, located in the catacombs. And uh, he was buried inside the catacombs at the spot where he was found. So he has a tomb stone inside the catacombs. I would be like, can I at least move to a different part than the place where I was lost for fucking 11 years? I guess, years? maybe. I don't know. I don't know why they did that. Poor so guy. it's... In November 1793, he entered the catacombs via staircase located in the hospital courtyard. Mm-hmm. Eleven years later, his body was discovered in one of the quarry galleries and was buried where it was found. His tombstone reads, in the memory of Philibert Espert, lost in this ex- excavation on November 3rd, 1793, found eleven years later and buried in the same place. Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> But it's fun that he's a tombstone inside a giant tombstone. Yeah, that is fun. Yeah. Legend also has it that he's looking for an expensive aged bottle of liqueur. But that's probably a lie. Those other skeletons are probably like, why the fuck does this guy get his own thing? And yeah. we're all just like lumped in here together. So fun, though. I love that. Yeah. If anything, you're Skeleton in good, fight. good company. Yeah. Um, this, I, this is crazy. So there's this thing called people who just are obsessed with going into the catacombs are called cataphiles. Ooh. And there's... I'll just start at the top. Tell me. In 2004, September 2004, French police, so they always have to, I should explain, they have to patrol near the Any catacombs a lot. Entrances? Because what's open to the public mm. is actually very a very small amount of the tunnels. It's and, very unsafe to go in on your own. Yeah, and I mean, they go on for like ever, and a lot of the other sections aren't as structurally sound, so things could fall on you, it could collapse on you. But the part that's open to the public is open, um, I think like maybe till midnight even some nights, but it's it's like a small fraction of yeah. the actual mines. Um so French police discovered an underground, fully functional, fully equipped movie theater. <gasps> what? The makeshift theater contained a movie screen, a well-stocked bar, a kitchen. Shut up. Telephones and ele- electricity were brought in from an un- unknown location. Movie titles ranging from 1950s classics to modern thrillers. When the police returned That's for a incredible. formal investigation... All the equipment had disappeared. Wow. All that was left was a note on the floor reading, do not search. What? Yeah. This is thought to be the work of this group. Um, It's like a secret group that improves ancient parts of Paris called like Le Ux. L-E-S, capital U, capital X. Um, But yeah, that's awesome. That owns. Yeah, I love that. Um, also kind of a crazy stunt. In 2015, Airbnb paid 350,000 euro as part of a publicity stunt offering customers a chance to stay overnight in the catacombs, which I would totally do. Yeah, I can't believe we missed this. I'm really mad. Do it again. Yeah. Do it again, Airbnb. Airbnb. I will, I will do it. I'll I do mean, it. The secret is I'll do it for nothing. Yeah, but any night. Please do pay me still. Is it haunted? Um, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Those who dare to venture into the catacombs after midnight reportedly hear the walls talking to them. <laughs> no shit. The walls are covered it's in made hundreds of, of people. Yeah. A bunch of skulls. Yeah. 
Um, disembodied voices try to lure adventurers farther into the tunnels, encouraging them to lose their way and suffer a slow, agonizing death. Ooh, Ooh a giant roll of thunder, right as you said that. Good thunder. There are rumors of people wandering off into the maze-like tunnels and going mad. Of course, because you get lost. Yep, and there's a lot of, like, cultists that go in there and steal bodies from morgues and bring them into the catacombs to perform evil rituals on. Oh, God. Oh, the remains of sacrificial murder victims Oof. are said to have been found there, and, so, and like, not found there, just, like, there still oh waiting to get found in the corridors. Um, it was shut down to the public in 2009 because I think somebody... Um, just like vandalism. Um, oh, I just got a cramp. You okay? Yeah. Okay, we're good. Um, uh, some people, though, think that it wasn't closed for vandalism. It was closed because, um, there were stories surrounding people who were long rumored doing, like, necromancy down there. Ugh. What, on, like, dry old... Skeleton I don't bones. even know. They, it says they would like take hallucinogens and bodies stolen from the morgue and perform Ugh. rituals on them. I hate that. Um, I mean, the tunnels are so long that there could be thousands of people inside it, and they would never even come across each other. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Um, there's a documentary that's a little old where some people went down into the catacombs and they I've had on tape one of the explorers was talking and talking mm-hmm. but when they played the tape back there was not a single voice other than his on the tape so he's talking as if there's people all around him oh no then i have not seen that that sounds but terrifying it could be like he was delusional low on oxygen maybe he breathed too much dead bacteria into God. his lungs yeah would you afraid of like getting a thing um it said that the spirits inside will make you go crazy if you stay in there too long um honestly you deserve it though there's also people who have spent too long in there and come out and felt the presence following them yeah no shit yeah you're around the like number the biggest concentration of ghosts Mm -hmm. (laughs) they could be it's true yeah and also to like it's not a good idea to on some of the like the restricted zone. Mm-hmm. Some people, I guess, at some point, or maybe when they were renovating, um, they etched in the name of the street that is above the tunnel. Oh. But it's still very easy to get lost. Of course. Extremely yeah, it's a labyrinth. easy. Um, this is from a cataphile expedition that I found. I'll read this direct quote. Mm-hmm. Unlike the restored two-kilometer segment of the catacombs assembled to the public, where bones line the passageways in patterned formations, most of the Tete de Mort laid to rest here have been stolen or our guide explained. So I guess people also steal some of the bones from the restricted That area. doesn't surprise me. Very rude. I was just starting to feel disappointed when we were ushered through a crawl space. Some of, what the fuck? Suddenly I found myself on my hands and knees atop <gasps> a sea of femurs. No. Some brightly painted and set upright as macabre totems. And the occasional brain pan which my comrades pointed out would have made ideal ashtrays. Okay. We went from a cavernous auditorium thick with film-themed graffiti to what appeared to be an eerie shrine for a young girl departed too soon. A flawlessly pretty teenage smiled up from us from a photograph placed near next to a preserved rat floating inside a beaker. 
Oh, gross. So, yeah, it's a place people go to put preserved rats and beakers next to memoriams. I mean, that girl deserves more than a a beaker rat. Sure, of course. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty much all I had other than in June 17th, 2017 of this year, two teenagers, a 16- and 17-year-old boy, got lost in the catacombs for three days. Yes, I heard about this. A rescue dog found them. God, And they had, like, severe... Hypothermia. Domies. It's so cold down there. Really? But That's. Uh, I should have like realized that, but I didn't. Yeah. I remember very, very the hell quote. There. Also, it's, it's abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Sure. That's, I don't know if that's in there, but probably. I don't think it actually is, but it. I know that's supposedly what's on the gates of hell, and in the wonderfully terrible movie, maybe not even terrible. I would say like passably bad. It's okay. Cheesy movie, yeah. as above, so below. They find it written somewhere inside. I don't know. I actually enjoyed that movie. It was like a fun okay. time. I didn't love the ending. I didn't love the ending, but um, I liked the visuals of it, and I liked yeah. the being able to like. I know they obviously didn't film it in the actual catacombs, but it is. But fun I love the aesthetic in there. Yeah, and I love the catacombs. And when I went to them. It was amazing. I loved it so much. Did you I was touch not a bone? scared. No, I did not touch a bone. I was very respectful. I felt like they've been touched enough. That's true. <laughs> they've been like disturbed so horribly from their resting place. And like, yeah, their skulls and femurs are there. Where is the rest of them? Where is the rest? I mean, I can only imagine that there are like further back in the tunnels. Just kind of like storage rooms full of ribs, ribs, and stuff. spines, <laughs> yeah, feet, bones. Yeah, I just maybe a giant band set up in the back that's playing yeah. the ribs with the other bones. Oh, what if the skeletons come to life and they're their own band and they yeah, play they're playing music like a night. jug band? Yeah, and I I love a skeleton. It's it's so it actually it weirdly <laughs> An comforts ooky, me. Spooky skeleton. I know they're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love them, and they are us. A chattering skelly. It's me. Yeah, it's just a bunch of me's There's around one right me. in your face. We've got two in this room right now, at the very least. Oh, at least. Probably even one more that we don't know about. Yeah, somewhere. A mouse, maybe? Um, I, yeah, I just... I loved it there. Uh, cemeteries also, I, I just like. Mm-hmm. I don't feel scared in them. You know in that clown motel, <laughs> which we've discussed uh-huh. before... I uh, learned recently that there is a graveyard butting up right against it. So wow. from every room in the clown motel, you can see it, this graveyard. My mom used to say that you should never buy Ooh, Ooh, lightning. lightning. Real fun. Probably when the last summer storms were going to have like this. It it's not cold. even hurricane season yet. Yep. I, that's a lie. To take it back. <laughs> but my mom used to tell me not to buy property near graveyards because of the formaldehyde getting in your well water but that's the least <laughs> i mean <laughs> for health reasons okay but sure. i don't even know if that's there are, true there are like at least four reasons before that why i don't want to buy a house next to a graveyard i wouldn't mind it too much if it's like a real old one and no freshies yeah if it's like there, a revolutionary no, no. Or like no. some of the real tiny ones in Boston where it's just like a couple of graves. Maybe. Maybe if it was like my ancestors, but no, no, you, you know what? No. I don't know. It's just it's just people's bodies in the ground. 
I doesn't bother don't me too much. Care for it? I don't know. Doesn't get me. Doesn't yeah. get me. I mean, but imagine if like one day it was raining like a day like today, and then your ba- you were like, oh, the basement flooded, and then just like sure, there was like a hand and a and a skull. Sure, but that I mean that would only happen if there was two meters high of yeah. dead people Sometimes on top of each be. other. Yeah, I doubt it. Well, you don't know. Yeah, I just think that the main problem was that the Parisians were like, we're going to leave the left bank because the right bank's cooler, and we're going to make our cemetery in the middle of town. Ugh. Typical. Typical. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Bones are like, I mean, there's something very primal about, like, seeing a bone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, when I was staying at this terrifying B&B, when I saw that jaw, that decorative jaw, Mm -hmm. really threw me for a loop. Yeah, but also it was like people's first tools for rocks and bones. Yeah. My dad used to have that human skull, Mm -hmm. and that was scary. Um, Don't, uh, is it true that in the catacombs, don't they have, like, uh, usually, like, something painted on the skulls, or am I thinking of something else? I I don't remember any of that. Like, or dates, or probably not. I guess if it there was are that so disorganized, many. yeah. There's like six million. Yeah. And um, I don't even think that they matched like femur to bone of yeah. the person. It would probably be impossible. I think it's just anybody because they were just wheelbarrowing remains <laughs> and dumping them, man. <gasps> I wonder if it was a thing like in the city where it was like, oh, today's my shift. Today's like my turn. Yeah, it's like jury you get used to it. You'd be like, oh, yeah, no, like it's. You know, we've been doing this for, like, almost ten months now. Honestly, yeah. I thought it was going to be really bad at first. It's it's not that bad. It's, it's not, not that, that bad. bad. It's I mean, it's manual labor. It's, like, you know, what yeah. you think of when you think of manual labor. Totally, totally. Just, like, the material is different. So nobody's being buried in the catacombs now. Unless you walk in and die there and sure. they never find you. Yeah, you're, unless you, you're dead in there. <laughs> unless you die yeah. in there. In which um, case... You got a free catacombs burial. You get to hang out with a bunch of old-timey ghosts who won't understand most of what you're saying. So fun, though. Mm-hmm. And that one guy, Philibert. Yeah, you got to find Phil. Yeah, he's a good guy. I really wish there was more about the other inscriptions because it almost seems like this guy was like, yeah, 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 let's, like, fuck with like, people. He was like, the further in that they go, make it more fucked yeah, up. Yeah, like, beware, death is here. This is yeah. the gate to hell. Like, and they're on like, the most I don't recent, think we should. On, on the furthest one out, just put, like, don't look behind you. They will freak <laughs> out. I'm telling you. Yeah, I love that. <sighs> He's a good guy. He's a great one. He's a good jokester. Wow. Oh, man. That was beautiful. I wish that you could go one day. I... I think you should. I know. I've been to Paris before more than once, and I've never been. And It's time. It's time. It's time to make a pilgrimage. I also want to go to the, um, the, there's a couple, actually, some churches that are made out of human bones. Oh, really? Yes. They are great. Um, I wish I could, you know what, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to look up the name of one right now, because... They're inc- it's incredible and it's gorgeous. They don't just use skulls and femurs. I feel like I've seen a photo where there's like a chandelier made of of pointy bones. Or I think something. it might be in Spain. And God, do I love it! I just want to go there so so badly. Our Lady of Conception, no, the Seldak Ostuary, small chapel in the suburb of oh, the Czech Republic. Oh, nice. Um. Yeah, there's a chandelier 
made from every bone in the human body. Oh, wow. Yeah, but apparently there's also a link, six creepy churches made of bones. (laughs) So, I feel like we just are printing that out, and that's a road trip that we're going to go on, and we're going to get to all of them. I really got to hit up all all six of these guys. Wow. There's one in San Francisco? Wow. A church made of bones? Apparently, yeah. No way. Yeah. It says there's one in San Francisco. All right, well, we're going. If anybody is in San Francisco, can you tell us if there's a church made of bones? Yeah, please. Go go peep that. Email us. Send us some, send us some pictures. Oh, maybe it is a lie, but it says it. All right, well, you know what? We'll look into it. We'll look into it. We'll plan a trip. We've All got right. a lot of spooky places to go to. Add it to the list. Oh, we really do have a lot. We sure do. We get everyone buy a sticker. <laughs> two fifty by two fifty. We'll get to all these churches. Pretty soon, we will be able to afford Grey Gardens. Grey Gardens. Can't wait. Dream home. Dream home. Um, Except for the catacombs and that ghost ship. Oh, ghost ship. Yes. I gotta. We gotta find it. We gotta kidnap a koi. Honestly, just I'm picturing like a skeleton with a drink in his hand. Me too. And like like. Just like a, a a boat with like party string lights mm-hmm. all around it. Everybody's wearing Hawaiian lays, and it's so fun because like, when they and drink just, the like, drink, music, yeah, it just it like, just goes through all its ribs. Yep, love it. Yeah, but it still is like, but like there's music. They're partying. I picture it a little bit being like, kind of like Muppet Treasure Island esque. Good movie, but yeah, in that same like you know aesthetic and vein. Love it. Anyway, so fun. Um. This is fun. This is a fun one. I know. I really want to just like take a ship to Paris. Take a ship to Paris. Get myself some bones. We will someday. Yeah, we got to save up, but we'll get there. We'll get there. And then I'm going to steal a bone. I'm going to bury it under your house, and you'll never know why you're haunted forever. Okay. Well, joke's on you because. Because now you know. I'm already haunted, also. That's true. Guys, thank you so much for listening thank to this. Thank you for listening. Especially our favorite friend, Brian. Brian, my boy. Way to go. Thank you for listening. Um, You know, do all the regular stuff. I guess only Brian. You can email us. Ooh, that's did spirit. you see that? So much lightning. lightning. So good. Um, Scary. That's the spirit um, podcast at gmail.com. Yep. At spirit pod on Twitter. Um, do you have a ghost tip? Ghost tip, I think, would just be... Restricted areas are restricted for a reason. That's true. And sometimes, I know, even the solar eclipse was this past week, all I wanted to do was look at it without the glasses. Ugh, I knew that I didn't, I did. that I shouldn't. It hurt. I, like, kind of did, but then I was like, no, 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 no. I know that there's, like, a call, a compelling thing about, like, something you're not supposed to do. Without just, hesitating at it. Yeah. It, only for, like, like a decimal point of a second. I only accidentally did. And it still did. burned for, like, yeah. a, a long time. I did. I, I recognized an immediate rebellion and a need to look yeah, at something I, was I like, shouldn't. Yeah, I was like, oh, let's see. Ah! Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. then was just like, I've been a fool! Yeah. <laughs> and then spent the next 20 minutes just, like, worrying. Yeah. You're Ugh. fine, though. Oh, but, yeah, yeah so we'll um, if it's restricted for there reasons. There's a reason. If it's restricted because, not because, like, there's too many ghosts... If there's too many ghosts and that's the reason, just go for go it. Go right in. If it's there's a there's danger, things could fall on you, you, you will get lost. You could get lost in an endless labyrinth. Don't 
do it. It's not worth it. And you know what else? The ghosts don't want you there. They don't want you there, and they won't even understand, like, anything that you're saying to them. No. Even if you speak fluent French, you are French yourself, you go in there, it's going to be like going to, like, you know, olden times, mm-hmm. but not in a fun time travel way. No. In a way where you're like, oh, I can't even, like, commiserate with these spirits because we're not on the same wavelength. Right. Or they all died in the French Revolution, and, like, I have nothing that's comparatively right. as bad. What's your ghost tip? My ghost tip would be um, don't take anything from any kind of graveyard or haunted place. Yeah. Like, I genuinely, this weekend at this uh, haunted B&B, was like, maybe I should take a doll or something as, like, a relic. And then I was like, what am I thinking? That's crazy. I know. But the the thought came to me. I was like, I should steal something. And then I was just like, wait, what? That's the number one way to, like, have something follow you home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, like, in the moment, when you're thinking impulsively, like... You know, sure. you might think it's, like, a cool idea to take something. I don't no, know. No, no, it's no, not a good idea. No, it's not a good no, idea. No, no. I would even say if somebody's, like, selling something that's alleged to be from a haunted place, kind of maybe don't buy it. Oh, of course. I would. I, I support not buying it. Yeah. Do not buy it. Don't, don't, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it at all. Oh, God. Guys, we love you a lot. Thank you so much for listening. Yep. Um, we'll see you in hell. See you in hell. And um, have a wonderful uh, day slash night slash eclipse slash apocalypse. Goodbye. Bye.